Vox Quick Hits. If you are an extremely online person like myself, you might know that there is a war going on. It's between two groups of people, those born between 1981 and 1996, and those born in 1997 or later. You think you're younger than me? I was born in 1989 and I'm still the special baby. I'm still the special baby. So the TikTok algorithm absolutely knows my age and probably everything else about me. It knows that I'm a millennial, and about a year ago, I started seeing all this content on my TikTok feed that was clearly anti-millennial jokes coming from mostly teenagers. Tired of boomers bunching Gen Z and millennials together because I personally don't want to be associated with people who still think that Harry Potter movies are a personality trait. You can't afford a real house because you're always spending money on avocado toast. Say things like, yes, slay, epic. It's basically that millennials are cringy, and we are. Hey, girly pop, (laughs) girly pop, queen. Yes, queen. (laughs) But now this kind of conversation has been resurrected yet again. This time it's about the way we part our hair and the jeans we wear. Basically, if you're a millennial, you wear a side part and skinny jeans. If you're a Gen Z, you wear a middle part and wide leg jeans. And, you know, things might have just ended there. We could have just been like, okay, we just dress differently, maybe. Sure. But then there were a lot of millennials that got very, very, very offended by it. And some even came out with comeback songs. So I wake in the morning, part my hair to the side, throw on my skinny jeans, shove my rolls inside, and I scream from the top of my lungs, screw you, Gen Z. So why is there even a war going on between millennials and Gen Z? And should we care? Joining me to discuss is Terry Nguyen, writer for The Goods, and also a noted member of Gen Z, who covers some of the stuff in her newsletter, Gen Yeet. Hi, Terry. Hi, Rebecca. When were you first aware that there was this weird feud between Gen Z and millennials? And where are you seeing most of this discourse happen? I think I first became aware of it sometime last summer. It was during the pandemic, and there was a lot of discourse about how millennials were corny, and Gen Z was taking aim pretty much at Harry Potter, kind of millennials' tendency to say words like adulting and girl boss and all these catchphrases that were really popular, I think, related to the BuzzFeed era. And now I honestly think people are just stuck indoors and we're just seeing a lot more discourse happen when people feel trapped inside and have nothing else (laughs) to talk about. Right. And now what's the stereotype that kind of TikTok has created of millennials and then of Gen Z too? Yeah, I think there's a greater focus that millennials like to scold and they are trying to be cool or trying to stay hip with the times. And a lot of Gen Z just feel like that's extremely odd for people in their 20s and 30s, that they want to style themselves like pretty much teenagers who are the bulk of Gen Z. And so that's kind of been this tug of war between what's cool and what's not. And millennials being like, this was very cool when I was growing up. I don't know why you are trashing it. One thing I've noticed, especially in the most recent iteration of these discussions, is that all of these seem to be about women and the way women look, and especially about the idea that millennials only wear their hair in side parts and they wear skinny jeans, whereas Gen Z wears their hair in a middle part and they wear wide leg jeans. Do you ever like look at this and and think that it's just like kind of women arguing each other and why that is? Yeah, it's really interesting how this is specifically focused on female aesthetics. It does seem like 
the male friends I have don't really care how teenagers are selling themselves because teenagers are not super cool, at least male teenagers. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking about it and I was like, why do so many women who are 30 and over or whatever care so much about what a 16-year-old on the street thinks of them? And I'm I, the only reason I can think of is is that like women's worth is so wrapped up with our youth. You know, the older you get every second of every day, you're getting less and less desirable according to really gross beauty standards. Uh, I think a fun way to reframe this would be like, what embarrassing thing do millennial men do or Gen Z men? Yeah, I find it really fascinating that men have kind of avoided scrutinizing teenage boys and being like, I want to aesthetically look like them. But while women have kind of done it subconsciously for a long time, like I think even before TikTok, people have always been told like, what's the best thing to wear this season? And so, you know, maybe this season it's side parts, maybe next season it's middle parts. And so, yeah, I definitely agree that we should shift that attention more broadly towards men or towards other populations that don't have as much scrutiny because it's hard being a woman. I want to look great leaving the pandemic. So <laughs> tell me how to part my hair. One thing that I'm, I always think about with like generational discourse, it doesn't, it seems to just like not have that much bearing on the actual generation. It just, it's just what's cool at the time. It's like, we've kind of moved past that old twee aesthetic. We've moved past this very like startup minimalism. And now we're embracing these like fun, curly fonts, like seventies maximalism. Like we love this. But it doesn't really have anything to do with like 15 year olds, <laughs> you know, like they're not necessarily the ones who like invented the, these design trends and these pendulum swings that, you know, we go into um, just all the time. Yeah, it really does seem to me like prior to Gen Z, a lot of the generational labels, if you look back at kind of old magazines about Gen Xers and millennials, it does seem like a label that's kind of enforced top down. Um, and, you know, that's due in part to marketing and brand design and kind of the things that we like to talk about at the goods. But I think with Gen Z, due to the nature of these social platforms, they're more readily available to identify with other members of a cohort and, you know, say what things they think are cool. But I still do think that it is dominated by mainstream culture. And a lot of that culture is usually kind of like white middle class teenagers. I, I just saw a tweet that was like this Gen Z millennial discourse is white culture. <laughs> I thought that was really right. funny because that had like thousands of likes. And so it does really put into perspective kind of what our mainstream discourse and as you mentioned, what is currently in and people just kind of latch onto what they think is cool and what's not as metrics of identity. No, that's such a good point. And, and yeah, and I think I think the stereotype of millennials being like a Harry Potter obsessed wearing like flannels and you know, just being like cute in that very like basic woman sense. It's it's we're, we're talking about like white women, um, like middle class white women. Speaking of boomers and Gen X, where do you think they fit into this? Because I, I think a lot of the OK Boomer stuff from last year was about challenging these power dynamics. But this seems to be something else going on with millennials, because the, the common story about millennials is that, like, we don't have any power either. Like, we're all kind of screwed. Yeah, I do think the refrain OK Boomer was more directed towards just older people in general, whether they be Gen X or actual boomers. It was just largely Gen Z saying OK Boomers to anyone who's like five years older than them. And so it wasn't really like a specific application. Um, but it does, it is interesting that millennials and Gen Z are kind of warring over 
kind of who has it worse <laughs> as well. Because I, I do feel like both generations have undergone like significant financial struggle compared to the generations before them and are largely, you know, might not have a great or as improved standard of living because, you know, you grow up with the understanding that you will hopefully lead a better financially, more financially stable life than your parents. And that isn't the case for millennials or Gen Z. And so I do think that a lot of those underlying tensions could lead to also like cultural disagreements. Right. I remember talking to a professor a couple months ago for a story I wrote about how social media just like has this way of making us all feel old. How, however old you are, it just like it makes you feel like there's everybody else is younger than you and they're like inventing all this stuff that you're not a part of. They really reminded me that we all, however old you are, are all facing the consequences of this very unfair, very kind of oppressive world and breaking it up in terms of generation erases the fact that, you know, so many boomers or whatever are facing homelessness or any number of like issues that we talked about, not to be all like, we're all the same, but <laughs> kind of are because it's not like the system is only really working for a few people, regardless of how old they are. Yeah, I do feel like as a young person, it sucks to miss all these significant milestones pretty much by the time you're 17 to like 25. Like you're missing out on starting your first day of college or starting your first day at work in an office. Like it's easy to kind of be also the loudest because I think Gen Z is a digital native generation and clearly has more access to social media and can make TikToks, write tweets and Instagram posts. Whereas, you know, boomers and Gen Xers might not be as proactive because they might have lives or might not know how to use that technology. Um, so there's definitely a gulf in like who's the loudest versus who is suffering. And generally, I think we are all very tired of this world and are suffering underneath it. <laughs> Terry, thank you so much for chatting with me about this uh, This epic adulting heckin convo (laughs) (laughs) thanks for having me this was very fun (laughs) you can read all of terry's work about internet culture and more at box.com and at our newsletter jen yeet i'm a millennial on tiktok the video ends before i can even finish my set i'm a millennial on tiktok i learned this dance from a 15 year old i'm a millennial on tiktok my bio accurately describes who i am on TikTok, I drink wine and you'll definitely hear about it. I bought a tripod for this, a ring light for this. I even went and Google tutorials for this because there are some features that I'd like to use, but I don't know where they are.